You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hey, y'all. My name is Shan. Welcome to Cozy Womb Podcast. This is a series for Black fathers because Black fathers matter. Black fathers matter to me. Black fathers matter to my children. Black fathers matter when it comes to my brothers, um, my mentors, my friends. They matter because they set the tone for who our children look up to. They set the tone for how men, women, children, and other elderly people feel protected, feel like, you know, everything they've struggled for was for a good cause because they've seen who they've become. And I want to, um, I don't know, I just want to shine a light on them and hear from them in a perspective that sometimes goes unheard because no one cares to ask. Sometimes people look at fathers as if, oh, that's nothing. They're supposed to do that. Why would we, you know, thank you for doing something you're automatically supposed to do? You shouldn't look for any, you know, praise or any uh, thank yous for that. That's the standard. That's the basics. You know, do what you're supposed to do. But when you have a father that's there, that's consistent, that's uh, available, that's attentive, that's caring, that's thoughtful versus an absent father versus a father that thinks his life and his now is more important than the child's future. Um, There's a difference. There's a clear difference. And I just want to show appreciation. So uh, this series, I've interviewed many, many fathers from different places, different backgrounds. And I really just want to pick their brains with different questions. So um, thank you for listening to Cozy Boom Podcast, and I hope you enjoy. Hey, guys, welcome to another episode of Black Fathers Matter for this month of June. I'm so happy I'm talking to all these fathers and even with their upbringing being in different places, in different states. It looks like these men, I they have a great relationship with their fathers and it's really going against the grain of what society pushes about black men not being there, black men, you know, falling short when it comes to fatherhood. I haven't come across one yet. So um, I hope you guys enjoy this insight with Tim from You Said It Podcast. And uh, please share your thoughts. And uh, happy Father's Day, Tim. Hey, hey, it's Anya Dula, and I am the host of Intercultured with Anya Dula. Intercultured with Anya Dula is a podcast that focuses on motherhood, culture, birth work, and travel. And it's just a place for women to come together to discuss 
our philosophies on motherhood, to discuss our work in birth work, if that's what we do, but mainly to bring women of all different cultures together so that we can talk about how we mother, how we hashtag do motherhood so that we can learn from one another and learn to love each other. That's really what it's all about. I hope you'll join us. Intercultured with Anya Dula podcast is available on all the major podcast stations. I hope you'll join us. Can't wait to connect. Here we go. Back to the show. Back to the show. Um, This is episode six for a Cozy Room podcast for the Black Fathers Matter segment. And we have Tim from You Said It Pod. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm TMB from the You Said It Podcast. Shout out to my my partner, Monte. You know what I mean? Woo-woo. All right. So we just talking about um, Black fatherhood for you. So um, could you state your age, sir? I'm 35. Am I 35? I'm 34. Am I thirty-five? <laughs> I do. I, uh, I just I, sometimes I forget. Listen, me too. That's real adulting, though. I'm because that shows you that you know your age doesn't matter after a certain point. Um, how do you feel? How old do you feel? I feel young. I feel like I'm in my prime, baby. You know what I mean? Really? I still whatever I need to do. Good. That's all that matters. And um, where are you from? I'm from. Nashville, Tennessee, the north side of town. Nashville, Tennessee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, straight like that. Tennessee Titans. You know what I'm saying? Can't even tell me some things. I'm just like, okay. So who are you? Are you you a fan of Philly or Atlanta? Um, fandom? I don't really get into that. I I like, I like what I like. So, um, as far as Philly goes, you know, I, I support my um, Iverson. Uh, you know, I like my little Beanie Seagull kind of there. Um, everybody else is just kind of like main freeway. Freeway, yes. Classic Philly is what I like. Yes, indeed. Um, what was uh, fatherhood? with your father like with you growing up? Uh, fatherhood with my father was amazing. Uh, he is one of my best friends. Um, I grew up with my father up until he went to prison for like five, five years. Mm-hmm. But that didn't even, it didn't seem like he was absent. You know, we talked all the time. I went and seen him. He told me things to do that a man should do while he wasn't around. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he he's amazing. He still is amazing. He still is my best friend. Uh, Love that. I wouldn't be the man I am without his teachings and his knowledge and what he helps me. He helps me in so many ways. Good. Um, did he have a good upbringing as a kid? Yeah, he did. He did. His my granddaddy who passed away January sixth, probably two three years ago, mm-hmm. was a good. Um, they had a good upbringing, yes. See, look my at dad, this generation we doing. We got you, we got him, and then your kids. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a movement, and um, I learned from others. So, <laughs> you know, I learned what and not to do by watching other people. So, you know. That's good. It's so, great. So, have two girls. Two girls, yep. Just like me. 13 and 8. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. How Mine's are three and six. Ooh. Three-year-old. Listen. Listen. I stop. Are, are you going to keep going or you can stop? Uh... uh <laughs> Uh, I need, I need, I need two hundred thousand or more. Listen, when I tell you, I said, I said, you know what? Maybe this last relationship, if it's really a good one, I'll allow. But if it doesn't work, I know for sure this is a close. 
child. So, yeah. I'm, um, I'm good. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, inshallah, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Um, how How was that dynamic going from not having kids to, you know, getting the word that you're pregnant and getting the 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 voice tell you that it's a girl what went through your head well first when I my it was my girlfriend at the time but when my I married I ended up marrying the my girlfriend she my wife so um when she told me I was excited I wasn't it wasn't none of that where I was like is it mine or yeah. Uh, I'm not ready for a baby. I mean, I was excited. I just started saving more money than I already had. And I was prepared. Like, mm. I was, even though I was still living with my mother at the time, everything else I had under control. Okay. So it was good news for you. So when you when you held oh. her in your arms for the first time, what did you feel? Hold on, let's go back. You said, and when they said a girl. Yeah. <laughs> you said, when they said it was a girl, I was excited. Um, I was excited. I, I wanted a boy, but I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have a girl. But yeah, girls are amazing. You know, I'm a girl dad. So, first time holding the hell, when she first came out and they asked me, did I want to hold I think I said, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when they first come out, they got a lot of residue on them. Listen, I, like, I told my nurses both times. I said, when she come out, don't put her on me. Go over there, <laughs> get her ready, and then bring her back. Yeah, have <laughs> they're gonna be like I was crazy. Give her a split splash. I don't want that. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Are their personalities really different? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. My, well, my oldest is getting of age, and uh, like my mama would say, she think her shit don't stink. But you know, uh, I'm doing my best to keep them in line. You know, yeah. to keep her in line, and, uh, trying to tell her the best things mm-hmm. for a successful life. So if she listens, I'm sure me and her mother will make sure that goes good. And my youngest one, she's like a a young old person. She's very wise. She's very wise, and uh, she don't take no no sh. That's usually how the younger ones are. Um, how do you balance their time with you, or you know, their attention or their neediness? I uh, give them everything they need, and and if they want to talk, I'll talk. <laughs> My oldest one is at the stage where she goes in her room and plays Fortnite and oh, she in just, Fortnite. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> you know, one of them. My baby girl is active. She yeah want to fight, throw pillows, pillow fights, make forts. So yeah, I'm doing both. I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm able to do both, and I will continue to be able to do both. You know what I mean? That's good. Filling um, this blank for me. Being a father means blank. Uh, being a father means everything. Um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> First of all, uh, being present. Yeah. Fathers being present, being available, and being a father is being a father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I would agree. It is everything. Um, girls remember everything when it comes to their dads, even when you think they're not listening. They remember everything. Um, dads are a girl's first man ever. Period. So uh, it's good that you make a good impression on them with that. Um, Try my. No. I pray every day. Every day, every day, I pray. I pray to be better as a father, as a husband, as a son, all the above. So there's nothing to do but to get better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, as a father, when do you feel the most love 
from your kid. Before I go to work. <laughs> Before I go to work or after I done bought their ass something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those times. When you when you come in or if you like pick them up, is it like go, going and coming, going and coming, and and gifts? Okay, okay. You don't have no out the blue huggers. Oh yeah, oh okay. yeah. Because I got I got twiddles, and I'm just like man, enough. <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah. Random hugs. Um, we in this house. We always say I love you. So nothing has to be going on to say I love you. But it's a most deaf departing or uh, first appearance. Like I love you. Yeah, we say that very often. Oh, that's good. So yeah, a black father that's not afraid to be affectionate. No. Good. No, not at all. Good. Um, was that something common between you and your father and your mom? Ooh-wee. <laughs> my, 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 my mama was affectionate, but my mama will. Can we cuss on here? Yes. My mama will beat your ass and then tell you that she loved you. Mm-hmm. Both, both of my parents were amazing, but both of them were different. Mm-hmm. My father never put his hands on me. One time he popped me on my ass because I went outside without shoes on and it was cold. And he said, you'll catch pneumonia or the flu or something like that. That was the only time my daddy, like, that wasn't even a whooping. He papped me. But mm-hmm. my mama, she act like she don't remember all the ass whooping she gave me. But I do. <laughs> but I appreciate I appreciate both of them. Mm-hmm. Both both parents. And that's what I be trying to tell my oldest one. We only telling you and doing what we doing for the better. You you understand later. That's what my mama said too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm um, you know how people be like, I'm pro life. I'm pro leathers in here, but I would rather <laughs> I would rather not have to use it. But because I grew up the youngest, the only girl in the house, and I have five brothers, it's kind of like. I wish I got whoopings more because now I'm just out here testing life and do what I want to do. And my lessons are through my failures. Whereas I feel like if I grew up and my mom was like a disciplinarian and not the friend in the house that can sign adult paperwork. And my dad, he was very strict, but I didn't really live with him for the bulk of me growing up. I feel like if I had that, I'll be more like, you know, structured. So now you, just, it's kind of, you took the words out of my mouth. It's all, it's structured. Yeah, so it's now I'm just out here. I'm, I, I think I'm a good mom, but now I'm just trying to balance my, let's have fun. I'm about to whoop you. I'm, yeah. I'm balancing that. Um, ah. So yeah. I had a time when I whooped my little girl, but I just, I couldn't be serious. I whooped her and then I lied. I think I whooped, I, before or after I was laughing because it just was like. That was the I one time I, when my mom whooped me. I don't want to do this, but I have to. Yeah, she, we ended up laughing afterwards. And uh, yeah, it, 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 it ain't like it used to because no, no, no. there wasn't no laughing with my mom. <laughs> None of that. My mom was one of 13, so if one of them messed up, they all got whooped. Uh, we didn't, we didn't that, do that. That's not cool. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, what are three things you wish you could improve or change for Black fathers? Ooh, I'm, I'm a bit, I'm, uh, that's a good question. I'm very uh, passionate about being present. Being present and I, I it, it really bothers me when men just walk around, just have babies here and there, and they're not present. It's it's messed up to not be around that child. That child needs you. 
And if you would be around them for just a couple minutes or an hour, you will love this shit. It's amazing. It's fun. So that's one thing, being present. Um, and that's the same thing, responsibility, I guess. Responsibility, being present. Uh, no, uh, wear a condom. I mean, first, number two, wear a condom. If you don't want if you don't want that responsibility, you need to be responsible with your penis. Yes. And, uh... <laughs> Name the kid. <laughs> and number three is, uh... No excuses. Mm. Uh, don't, don't have no excuse based off how you were treated or none of that. Like, step in. Do what you gotta do. Break the cycle. Because the kids are important. They're yours, so take care of them. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm completely for that. Um, all right. Have you made any health changes compared to how you grew up with eating or working out or not working out? Um, more so because you came a, became a father? No, I can't say that. I can't say that that was one of them uh, as far as a father. I mean, but here recently as I'm, I mean, you can, I, I can say yes, because as I'm getting older, I am trying to live on this earth longer for me and for my kids. So in that sense, but I mean, from birth up until probably, I can say six years ago, like six years ago, yeah, I really thought about it. I was like, I need to, get right mm -hmm. so you know I don't eat uh, I don't eat pork um I don't eat red meat mm -hmm. I exercise uh me and my wife well when the gym was open before this quarantine and the, all of that stuff we would go probably three or four times a week but now I just work out every stop I work for FedEx so every at every stop I do that is a workout yeah, I do 20 push-ups, so I do like 15 dips at every stop. So I'm I'm still going, trying to lay back on fried foods. Hmm. Uh, very important. Uh, more black men because we like to eat things that taste good. Need to really. Um, yes, Ari. You want to see? And then you gotta go. Okay. Say hi. Hi. Hey, baby. And then that's Anya. Hey, big girl. Hi. All right, you got to get. <laughs> um, what are five ways you provide to your children? Uh, Educational-wise, uh, we work on, we work on whatever they need as far as homework. Uh, that's one. I can get into depth about about that a little bit more. Um, providing, being able to give them what they need. Emo emotionally, um, talking to them. Discipline, discipline as well. And 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 showing by example just just watching me is is, is teaching in, in a way you know I've gotten better over the years um, as far as being a peaceful respectful loving person mm -hmm. I always been that in a way but I could I could go a little bit on the other side but I'm trying uh, right now I'm, I'm, I'm all the way better I'm here yeah um, how do you balance what society tries to pour into your kids versus what you have to unpack once they get home? See, they don't have to unpack it because I'm telling them every day. I'm telling them every day. I don't sugarcoat nothing. I don't hold back. Um, I let them know. Um, once a month, we watch a, which, which we should do more. Once a month, we watch uh, like black movies. Black history movies uh, to let them know what the world is, and and I try to tell them what we wanted to become, which they know what what's good and what's you know what's right and what's wrong. But 
I instilled I instilled what's going on. We don't have from nothing. So we we let them know on that end. What about you? In this that, is a in that very case? honest house, okay? Especially the yeah. fact that we're all girls. So it's constant teaching in here. Um, Anya, my oldest, she thinks I'm a uh, Google home. So she'll come to me and be like, you know, why bugs don't have boobs? <laughs> um, she'll ask me like how does rain come and she'll ask me what do words mean and a pro and con to that is the world of YouTube because in the videos you might have adults playing characters and they might use a word that she haven't heard before which I like and she'll come to me and she'll ask me what it means and then she'll try to use it and then you just watch like her vocabulary grow and grow and grow. So um, she's like one of those kids that love to learn. So since she was within me, I was playing her like, you know, classical music, opera music, rap music, jazz, all types of stuff. Um, I would read to her faithfully because, I, you know, when you have your first kid, you all into what's the possibility. So it's like, well, they said, if you do this, this will help them. That is true. This yeah. girl came out. She was spelling my name at two years old. She was saying words. She memorized my number at three. Right now, um, she's six, reading on a third grade level. I do math with them here. Um, her memory is like top notch. She don't forget nothing. And um, just constantly doing that, you know, it helps them. So with you, when you were like, you know, you teach your kids at home constantly, we have to do that. Like we can't depend on yeah. or private school to teach them the right way because they got lies and then textbooks that they refuse to change. Um, exactly. So I'm really big on teaching them here. Yeah, sure. yeah, that's good. Keep that up, most definitely. Kennedy. What's the best advice your father ever gave you about father? about fatherhood um fatherhood he never he just told me it, it, it's just plain and simple he said take care of your kids take care of your kids it's something else he always told well this is outside of fatherhood but he just he's just not a judgmental person so he said don't judge anybody but really straightforward just take care of your kids as fatherhood I mean Man, I didn't really ask too much I was asking my mother a lot why Just, your mom versus your dad I mean I'm sure that my daddy changed my diaper and done all types of things too but I know my mama know okay so I wouldn't have to ask multiple sources so I would just go straight to her but he's just so firm and such a real guy. Take care of your kids, Tim. You know, be there for your kids, period. Hmm. Um, I got another fill in the blank for you. My biggest challenge so far being a black father is slash was blank. My biggest challenge being a black father just possibly like giving them the right advice hopefully giving them the right advice to make them successful um I, I i just want them to be better than me and to just be successful all all around the board so the advice that i give them i just pray that it is the right advice um challenges um i could say that one and I'm just, I'm, I'm, I just don't want no little boys coming around here. I got a big shotgun downstairs and I got a couple. So, I mean, that's not a challenge, but I yeah. should challenge myself to, to have the proper response yeah. once they come around. Maybe my uh, wife needs to step up. Are you, are you prepared to be like the person that they come to you about 
questions about boys or is that something you're more so leaning toward their mom to do? I'm the source. I was that boy. So, yeah. Okay. And I'll give it to you. I'm, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. The real. So you as a young boy, as a long, a young scholar, <laughs> would you would you want your daughters to bring home who you were as that uh, as that boy? Yeah. Okay. I was I wasn't I wasn't crazy like I wasn't crazy like that. Okay. I mean, I could tell you how I was. I mean, I I knew my wife was special. At that time, at that time, it was other other women, but I knew she was special. I just had to grow and learn. Now, I just, I thought about this other day. That's what's crazy. I was just like, what if that guy was somebody that just everybody thought was perfect? Nobody's perfect, right? And if you and if you think that person is perfect, something wrong with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't feel like nothing was wrong with me. I just needed to grow and become who I was and it took time but hell yeah I'm a, I'm a good example of a one to bring home I ask that because a lot of guys be like hell no no I don't ever want her to bring who I was at that age I mean I'm my wife is listening over the balcony and she she just said I said uh, like no <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I got another fill in the blank to be a think about this though Think about this. Yeah. The perfect dude that your daughter bring home may only ha- have experienced this one girl. Mm-hmm. It's a slim, it, I mean, it's a slim chance that he'll grow up and just say he just wanted this one girl his whole life. I mean, it's it's, it's possible. Rare. But it's, it's rare. Yeah. So for a, a man needs to get whatever he has in his system out before he becomes that man that he is supposed to be. Yeah. So I ain't gonna call him a square or a nerd or something, but yeah. handle your business for you come around here because don't play with mine. Yeah, I think I think if dads are really upfront and honest and around and they get to like sit back and observe, you know, who your daughter is leaning towards and then you get to know them as they grow. You know who's the boy you don't have to worry about versus the boy you worried about. Yeah. And um, my brothers, they knew who the boys that they had to worry about were, or let's say the men, versus, because I was a tomboy, so that gave them like, ah, we ain't got to worry about her. Like, she ain't, <laughs> she ain't nothing. So that yeah. didn't start for me until I was like 17. Yeah, and then like when it was prom and I went to prom and I didn't come back till like six a.m. in the morning. It was just like in my room, like what happened last night? You know what I'm saying? And then <laughs> and then um, my first boyfriend that I have was my neighbor, which is like my best friend, and uh, we still yeah. talk to this day. Uh, but they just didn't feel like disrespectfully they had to worry about that. And then yep. the next one, they was like, oh, this man ain't it. This man ain't it. He doing next Z. But it was like, the more they told me he ain't it, the more I tried to defeat what they were saying. But it turns out they were right. But some, some girls, and I hope your daughters are not as stubborn as me, they got to go against the grain to feel it, to understand it, to pull back in. And... Um, yep. I was one of those girls and it didn't make me just go out here and just be crazy. It just really made me sit with myself and be like, this is what I need. If they're not feeding me this, then I don't need it. Right. That's how I am. So I don't date a lot. I don't talk to a lot of men. I'm single. I have an okay relationship with their dad. Um, but it's just like, I don't know. You just really have to pour into your daughters. The more knowledge they know, the more they grow. <laughs> you're right, you're right. So, um, Sometimes I be like, uh, 
maybe are we saying too much to where if 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 you're telling them something important, they like, damn, I already been listening to you for this long, and the and the real info gets overlooked. It's okay. So what you saying that is there anything that you're stomped on right now with how the world is, the access to social media is that you just like, man, I just hope I don't have to like have that conversation. But if I do, I don't, I'm not sure right now what I would say. Is there anything like that right now in your head where you're just like, man, I don't know how to approach that? No. No. I'm ready for whatever. I'll be able to speak about anything. Okay. I'm going to say how I feel. That's just that's just Tim. I'm, I'm going to say how I feel. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just too disrespectful. I mean, not disrespectful to the kids. I'm just talking about in life. I'm, I'm like that. I'm going to say how I feel. But if I feel like it's going to get out of line, I think I'll just be quiet. But as far as my kids, we gonna talk. <laughs> do, uh, do you have like discussions with your other friends that have kids that help you, you know, move around get the things in your brain when it comes to your kids? No. Um, yes, I only I, I got one partner who got a child that's older than his, and he married to my cousin. So, okay. yeah. Um, I ain't gonna, I mean, I guess I did have a child early. A lot of my people, my homies didn't have kids too early. My brother, you know, I could talk to my brother about stuff, but okay. not too, not too many. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, I got another fill in the blank for you. To be a better father to my kids, I blank to decompress from the world. What do you do to decompress? You went out to, to to what? What do you do to decompress? Who? What is decompress? What? Oh. Um. To re to rejuvenate and and. So say say the whole question over, and I'm gonna fill in the definition. Okay. To be a better father to my kids, I blank to decompress from the world. I would say pray. Mm. Pray. Pray. That'll help. That 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 helps everything. Indeed. There's a, there's a lot of pressure on uh, black men in general. And then I think when you put fatherhood on top of that, it's kind of like society already beats y'all down and says, you know, they don't they don't do this they don't show up they're not there you know they're x y and z and i feel like that's not true but by default every day is you constantly having to defeat that that thing that thought that bias and uh, i think if more fathers learned what it is that helps them decompress they won't come into a house and and have that yes They won't have that, um, you know, that anger or that that um, tension, and they can just like be there, and be, um, you know, ready to receive everything their family has to bring to them. So, yeah, knowing what helps you decompress is super important. Does thread come from sheep? Wool comes from sheep. Thread comes from like cotton and and other fibers. Okay, drink your juice. You see see the questions? (laughs) Um, (laughs) What is some advice for a younger black fathers that would help, would, would have helped you if you were young, unaware? What is some advice to to younger men who younger men who are fathers or new fathers that you could get? I would say just stay in tune with your kids. Uh, talk to them more. 
do do random things with them that they asked you to do. Don't ever get lazy unless you unless you got a, a break of a back of a leg or something like that. That's that's the only time. Um and, and be present. Listen. Mm-hmm. Gotta listen. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um what can women, children, and other family or friends do to help the negativity black fathers get or receive? Speak more, speak more about the good ones and overshadow the bad ones. I just, I wonder what's the ratio of present versus not present. I, I don't know, but I'm, I, I would like to say that it's more good ones than bad ones. Yeah. So, speak more about them uh appreciate them more uh hell have a have another father's day have a have a father's day for the good ones you know what i mean because yeah. all the, the bad ones are celebrated on okay um so since you brought that up what is your idea of a good father's day oh it don't take much for me um uh, a ball of Remy and uh, my wife cooking dinner. Me, me just being around my kids is enough. Like I, I, I've had that before anyway. I told her I really don't need too much. You know, you, you cook something for me and uh, we sit down and watch a movie or, or if we go out, we go to a just a restaurant or something like that. It's just a little out, little splurge. Mm. Every day is Father's Day for me. That's good. That's good that you feel that way. Mm-hmm. Dad, Except when I kick one of their ass or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, fatherhood is a great experience and a blessing because blank. The knowledge that it brings you. Mm. Before, I mean, having having my kids brought me knowledge, brought me awareness um calmness patience yes um, yeah dang you just had such a good upbringing and what's what's I even feel bad to say it's crazy but I'm glad the six fathers I've talked to so far, y'all actually have a great upbringing. And you want a you want a bad one? It's not that I want a bad one, but society gives you this idea that there's more bad ones than good ones. You know what I'm saying? Like when you read or you see headlines, or um, I mean, we in podcast world the podcast is usually about why men this and why dads don't and I haven't talked to any black men that had any like horrible upbringings with their dad which which I'm like but um, you know even even if you have a bad one a bad upbringing or a good one it's a choice that you make when you become a parent on how you would want to parent exactly so, You're right. I'm um I'm happy about that. Uh, this is a parent question, but I want to know your thoughts. A what? A what question? A parent question, meaning okay. anyone can ask this, but I'm asking you. Um, oh. Should the sex talk be given to teens fully the same way, despite having a son or daughter? Yes or no? Hey, that's crazy because I, I had a little three questions right here for you, and um, one of them was, one of them was, would you parent your children differently based on the gender? Um, so, uh, yeah, I would say yes. Okay, why do you say yes? Because the vagina is sacred. And the the penis is nothing but a a banana. Oh, so I I, I you yes you got to talk to them different. 
but they still should have the same overall um, they should have the same understanding of what you're telling them mm-hmm. but a, a, a female just has to be have a, 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 a thicker blanket around her mm-hmm. is that a good answer? Yes, it's a good answer. And my answer to you is no, I wanted I wanted to raise my son or my daughter differently. That's more so why I wanted a son because I feel like um, the boys in this new generation coming up, it's like the girls are getting the bulk of the knowledge and information and the boys are just doing surface things. And as they grow and go through experiences, they're getting the knowledge then. And I wanted to raise a son where I just poured into him, where this, you know, this young boy grows up into a man and he just full of all this knowledge already. So he can execute his decisions in life better than most. So um, since I don't have boys and I'm, I'm closing my shop, I just pour into my nephew. So like we talk about everything. I let them know um, my door is always open to talk about anything. I'm not telling. I'm not telling my dad. Uh, you have an emergency. You call me. You want to come over here and chill, and you don't want me to say anything to your dad. Come, um, because there's no need for them to carry baggage when they have family or people that love them and care about them that can. Right. Oh, so, you gotta uh, be a yourself. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Good one. So you had you said you had questions for me. I okay. I have I, that was one. Okay. What's uh, the other one? The other one was I, I at first I put have uh have you had a do you have kids, which you told me you do. Yeah. So have you have you ever used your kid as a pawn? No. Because this is no. No, and I I actually have it on reverse, where my youngest daughter's dad was trying to use her as a pawn, where um, if we would get into arguments about our personal relationship, because he has a girlfriend that's been living with him for twenty plus years. No ring, no engagement. They have one kid together. She has an older son. Um, We've had a 15 plus year relationship. Uh, Hold on. Your 15 plus relationship seems like it's going into the 20. Exactly. So um, I didn't find out about her until we were like two years in when I was in college. So after that, it was kind of like I dealt with him on my own terms. So fast forward, we have a we um, have a kid, and whenever he would try to like pull ranks at my home, that is not his, that we don't share bills, and I would right. tell him no or give him some boundaries. Um, he would say, "Well, I'm not bringing her diapers, and I'm not picking her up on Saturday so you could go to work, and I'm not doing this." So I'm just like, you can't bring her into how we what we got as parents yeah. your agreement with me is between me and so when I saw him doing that repeatedly I was just like you know what I'm not doing this so I was like um, the only thing you could be for me is a good father to her we're not you know evolving in a relationship because you're already in one and you don't know how to manage that um, <laughs> There is no other goals for you, so you can just be a good father. Once I told him that, he just flipped his lid. And um, it it ended nasty where this man has like two battery charges, a sexual assault charge, a two-year restraining order. Um, On you? No, I have on him where he hasn't seen her since last July because the judge was like, you can have no communication for a year. Like your ego and that pride does not belong in any way, shape or form when it comes to your kid. So um, 
I don't believe in using your kids as pawns. Uh, and then if you want to flip the script, my oldest um, daughter, her dad and I just got to like a cordial call, FaceTime with her. Um, the first birthday he ever been to, she's six, was last year, last November. He missed all those birthdays out of ego and pride. Um, and I let him come here for a week. And that took years for us to get to that point because he just drifted through fatherhood and he was never preparing like he always had time. So yes, they talk now. Yes, we're cordial. I can talk to him a little bit more without getting aggravated, but he's still like 18 paid back in childhood that he's never paid. But that has nothing to do with your relationship with her. So just because you say that, I will never be like, you can't see her, you can't talk to her, because I know the importance of what that relationship is. So I don't believe in using your kids as mom at all. What do you what do you what do you write down? As far as like ten being the best dad, one being yeah. um my six year old's dad, he's a six. And I say he's a six because he's younger than me. He has a lot more growing to do. And um, everybody around him enables him to be an adult. So um, I can't be the only one being like, this is how you set yourself up. This is how you do this. This is how you be a, become a better father for three of your kids, not just right. one. Um, so it's hard. So I, I'm. I know he has to have that space to grow. The younger one, her dad will be 41 in July. You already have a kid that's what 14. Your pride, your anger, your ego. Um, despite that, I would give him a nine for being a great father. Yeah. The issue is he doesn't know how to balance being a parent and not being sexually, emotionally involved with that child's mother um, and being a parent. <laughs> like he thinks that he, think, he thinks that's a package deal and it's not. He thinks, oh, my kid lives over here, so I need a drawer over here. I want to come over here when I want and I need a key. No, sir, you have a key for the house that you have a deed for, which is your house. Your girlfriend lives with you. I don't live with you. Therefore, you can't dictate me with your rules. So he's struggling but, with that. So. If he didn't have that woman over there, it, it, that could possibly be or no? Uh, not, if he, not if he wasn't doing his work. So like I made a, um, I made an episode where I discussed um, men can't be their best selves until they address their fatherless hurt. Because we always talk here, people talk about how women, um, they have daddy issues. Nobody talks about men who have daddy issues and uh, his issues from his father and him having this goal where he never wanted to be his father, where his father um, had multiple kids with different women he cheated on his mom his mom only had him so he's the only child um he grew up in milwaukee where kids was doing like adult shit and he went to school with siblings that he didn't even know was his siblings until he got older yeah, that's, then, that's kind of messed up a little right and i'm then, not like that but it's like it's kind of shocking Right, and then he looked at as a black sheep when in all entirely, he was in a relationship, his dad was in a relationship with his mom and he cheated on her and had these other kids. So he knows he has siblings. He knows his dad is alive and well in Milwaukee, but he doesn't want to have that discussion with his dad. He doesn't want to talk to his other siblings. He just wants to carry around this anger like, oh my on me you know I don't really talk to my family I just have my kids here and this is what I'm gonna protect and it's kind of like until you deal with that you can never have a good relationship with anybody because you carrying around this 
you know, everybody out to get me attitude and it's not real. It's not true. Right. So, yeah. But, um, he's a good dad. He's a good dad, but... Shout out to him. He just has adult, adult issues. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. My other one, my last one, because this is your podcast, so I didn't want to just be crazy with the questions. Mm-hmm. But I think you already answered it, though, but it was like, can you co-parent effectively if the man decides to marry another woman yes yes like i in all entirely i want all my uh six exes because there are six i want them all to find the woman that works for them motivates them pushes them to be their ultimate selves and i want them to be happy because when you have a happy man that has his women needs met. You're, you have no choice but to have a good father for your kids and that's all they could be for me because I know I exhausted that relationship and we do not work. But that doesn't mean I wanna see you mess up in life. I wanna see you do good because a father's goodness pushes off on their kids, so. Yes. I'm I'm completely for good co-parenting, but uh, yeah. That's what's up. That's a um, whole another thing. So um, my last question for you. I never had nobody give me questions, so that's good. You know, okay. I'm ready. Um, my one last- of a kind, baby. One of a kind. I'm ready. That you said it podcast in here. Okay. Um. Let's see. I'm trying to mix it up. Something that I didn't add. Um, Hold on. Before you ask your last one, I, um, I, I'll, get, I'll get one that I came about when I was in the shower. I wanted to ask you, how did your podcast come about? Like, And is it just, is it just based on fatherhood or you hop around? No. I'm, I, this, this series came to me in the shower mm-hmm. on like May 31st. I was like, you know what, Sean's all? You know, I don't like the fact that Father's Day only has like a day. Yeah. Don't you interview different fathers throughout the month of June? And that day, I reached out to every black father I knew on social media and my phone, and I was like, "Hey, would you want to do X, Y, and Z? Pick a date after 8 p.m. and we could record for Cozy Room Podcast." And they were like. Yeah, I'm with it. I still have some that are like iffy about it because you know they don't talk like that. Um, They're not talkers. Yeah, so so I um, that's how I came up on that idea. But I have three podcasts that I do. Um, One is Cozy Room Podcast, which is all about parenting, surviving parenting, um, being a better parent. And then the other one is She Gets It Pod, where that's like everything. Oh, Kendra told, I think Kendra told me about that. Yes, so um, that's everything else in my brain that's not parent-wise. And then you have So What Pays Me On Bed, which is um, like a book club with two of my other friends. We discussed a book. Yes, you can have my Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, so I juggle those three. Um, just so I can attack a different I got you so um, yeah all that but um, I started it because I started it because um, I didn't like hearing my voice like on voicemails and stuff so I was like so I was like man I was like, the podcast sounds like a good idea. So I was like, let me try it. So I tried it with one and then it just evolved into like another thing. I'm just like, I can't be talking about parenting and talking about the other things I talk about (laughs) on the same show. So I separated them. So yeah. I understood. Understood. That's good. Uh... My last question for you is what is the black father stereotype that you defeat every day? 
um, a black father stereotyped it out his feet every day. <laughs> Help me, honey. Um, I, I, I keep on going back to uh, speaking on being present, but how can you see see that I'm present just by every day seeing me? But prime example. Oh, be being active in the house even when I'm not in the house. Is that what you said, Pooh? Yes. Yeah. Okay. How do How do you do that? all games, all recitals, you're there. Oh, um, she's really speaking for me. She said, like, every, every, which is true, everything that they do, poof, that's being present, though. Like, their recitals, taking them to practice. She said, just because the black, the what? People think the black man is not in the house. Like people think just because the black man isn't in the house he's not taking care of his kids okay yeah and on, on top of that as well though like even if like I, I I'm not around they know what they know what what I would say or how I would react to what they doing they got that dad conscience yes they also um I think this happened the other day no, uh, my daughter done something she wasn't supposed to do. I think she was messing with the stove. And uh, I told her when I get home, I was going to beat your ass. And she, what you say? She said, that's none of her business. You want to say hi? She said, uh, this London. Hi. Yeah, but uh, sh- sh- I know she won't do that again. Me being, me, uh, it won't happen again. So, you know, just my, my word and my voice is, is, is powerful. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I thank God. I'm the oldest one though. I might have to DDT her ass soon. Though. Um, so you're an engaged father where you're not just in the house. You like busting in the room, you know, seeing what they doing, you in the game. Oh yeah. Uh, which is super important because I think a lot of parents think just because they're in the house with their kids, they with their kids. And that's not true. You could have, you know, Billy upstairs creating bombs for the world. Um, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, engagement is super important. Um, I always threaten the girls to be like, don't let me come in there and take the door off the hinge because you don't pay bills here. You know, so hello, hello. You that, said it. <laughs> that's super important. Um, I want to thank you for doing this. Thank you for sharing, and uh, I appreciate you as a good mother out there. You know, that was fun. Appreciate it. I think I, I wish more fathers would talk about fatherhood, but I'm doing my part to drag this out the whole month of June. Um, I got three more dads today on the calendar. So, um, today? Yeah. Oh, you working. Okay. So, uh, I want to say, uh, happy Father's Day. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate doing this too. I'm, 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 me and my partner will come on your other one or however we need to do it or whatever. I, I, I have fun with this. I like this. I'm with it. Tell the people how to, um, Check out your podcast and how to reach you, please. All right. My name is Tim B. of the You Said It Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Apple Podcasts, Facebook at the You Said It Podcast. My personal Instagram is Tim B underscore Bossman. And y'all can find my partner, Bonte, at Crown underscore me underscore Bonte. Perfection. Bye. Bye. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.